0: Trust politics begins in three, two, one.
1: Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government,
2: no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is King of Kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not. Protecting
1: women, you are authorizing the destruction of five hundred thousand little women every year. Oh, but that's, I didn't uh,
0: start it, uh, uh, sir, sir. With all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right when the
3: spirit comes upon people, they go to war, they go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back and they're slaughtered.
0: You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy. Pastor Toby Sumter and the Chocolate Knox.
2: Welcome, y'all, to Cross Politics Studios. Thank mm. you for joining us, Choc Knox. Hey. Toby. Yo. He's in, he's in the studio. He's in the again. studio. He's engaging with us. We got two in True. a row. Two in a row,
3: guys. <laughs> Thank
2: so, you. Soak it up.
3: I miss
4: you when you're not here. Soak it up. You know, I'm just saying.
2: Man, I, I'm glad it's spring. That's all I care about right now. It's warming up. Well, yep.
4: God gave us a great winter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm thankful for I it. Th-
2: I saw my first sunset Rejoice like at all times, Gabriel. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. That's right. I'm, I was in I was in a dark trial <laughs> <laughs> for six months. It was just a season. Did man. your
3: uh, did your front yard turn into a lake? It, oh man, have did, you guys driven past my my
2: yard? Well, so I, I got, saw
3: I saw Mountain View. Did you guys yes. see Mountain View? No. no,
2: mine was very similar. It was like
3: mostly underwater.
2: I took a picture. I put on I put that on Facebook. Was it you? Yeah, that was I me. Know,
3: somebody I yeah. don't remember.
2: Yeah, my my uh, so I got a pond in my front in my front acreage. Yeah, um, I live on ten acres and I got a pond in front and it overflowed and turned my front property basically into a lake Aww, like, first lake front w- property man i should have sold the house right then right you know, first, first right world then. problem
4: <laughs> oh.
2: i could do it but apparently <laughs> i also have a beaver and it ate one of my trees out there it, the tree f- is falling over one of my bro one of my good trees man That's,
3: that's just got provided get out your shotgun
2: I, well it's, oh, it's Texas? pretty far Come on, you, Texas? Couldn't, you couldn't hit a beaver from from where my house is at so you yeah, gotta go what? you really gotta go out there oh. So.
4: The, uh, the beaver is the worst, the least of our problems right now. I
2: know. That's me and <laughs> talking about. <laughs> we got other problems. We got. Supreme Court Sub- nominee. Uh, Gorsuch. So yes. we're going we're gonna to get into this. And let's go ahead and get into it right now. Um, so uh, maybe you guys have been following um, Donald, nope. Donald Trump's Supreme Court nomination that the liberals keep thinking that was Garland's spot. They keep saying uh, yeah. uh, Obama's nominee, nominee was Garland. Who's, okay. it, who's in office right now? Um. What do you mean? Who's office? Uh, president.
4: Who's president of the United Trump. States? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Obama's not but,
2: in office. But, like, okay. like, <laughs> uh, like I'm just Huff- making sure I yeah, got yeah. that right. That like on be- Huffington, <laughs> Huffington Post, they said um, so Obama's nomination is is getting basically his legs cut under him, and uh, Gorsuch is getting the nomination now. So they they keep referring to that. That was even recent over this last week.
3: They're like kind of like rubbing it in. Does yeah, it? that's what they're doing.
2: Wow. So let me, uh, I hope you guys, this will, we're, we're going to spend the next probably 15 minutes kind of giving you guys a tour of some of his comments and, and talking about what Gorsuch has been saying in his review and nomination process. So hold on to something and, tight. Yeah, hold on tight here. Um, let's start here. He's going back and forth with Feinstein. Ugh. California. I can't <laughs> even say her name right. It, hold yourself together, yeah, Gabe. Yourself.
5: All right. But listen to this. Can't prejudge that litigation. No, I'm just here.
1: asking you: Do you agree with his statement? Yes or no? Are, are the
5: statements out of uh, the Heller decision it, it, from the I, United I, States? Justice Scalia's statement. Well, it, whatever's in Heller is the law, and well, I follow the law. Well, it's not a matter of agreeing or disagreeing, Senator. Respectfully, it's a matter of it being the law.
2: Mm. Mm. Now, I think, uh, uh, like it's a, it's an amen to one extent. On what he's saying, <laughs> right? He's he's saying this is what the law is, and this is how judges judge. We are impartial, and we don't use our emotions. We so, are are impartial. We are We are impartial. Excuse me. <laughs> and and we stay away from our emotions of how we feel about that law.
3: Right. right. Doesn't matter what the personal opinion is. To an extent. Right. Right. right.
2: To an extent. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like so, I aim in like the first part of it, but then like the back end when I leave, when I walk away from that comment, I still am like. Um, well, we'll get to we'll get in this conversation later. What if what if abortions? Well, legal? What, uh, what, what what do we do as judges? We we as judges we don't uphold unholy laws.
4: Well, that's the thing. We're we're, we're missing the presupposition that's behind all this, right, right? Right. That's that's the foundation of this. Is okay. Yes, you are right, but whose law are we talking about? Men's law or oh. God's law? Now if we're talking about God's law, sir. I am with you, <laughs> absolutely, but. When we're talking about man's law, that has to take and bend the knee to what God has said about the subject. Now, look, here's a problem right now. He can't. <laughs> he cannot say that and and not have a backlash or, or lose a position. Right, or, He's going to get hit harder for saying something like that. So he's trying the best he can to play the game.
2: But I still I still I mean, like, I, I agree with him. Like, sure. to an extent. Sure. And, but, but because I have such a distrust for someone who's in that situation answering those questions and saying, saying something that I would agree with on the on, at face value. Yeah. But I distrust because I, I ultimately kind of what you're pointing at is like, I, I don't believe you're really defending the, the presupposition that you should be defending when you make that well, comment well, in the first place. Let's say Does this that makes sense?
4: Yeah. But let's say he says, listen, the only law that matters is God's law. And every law that that um, butts against that or conflicts with that, that's how I'm going to rule. I'm going to rule based right. on what God's standard is. Right now, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to look at that and say, "Yay, rah rah, I'm with you." And well, they the would say sand, that's not
2: constitutional. And, and then that, that's, show me and, the Constitution. That.
4: Right. Right. And now, now that and look, yeah. we need to have that conversation. Yeah. As Christians, we need to have yeah. that conversation. Is this the place for him to have that conversation right now? Yeah. When he's trying, look, most of the times when you go to get a job or you, let's say you're trying to find a new apartment and. And you know you kind of qualify, and you kind of don't, and you know these people kind of If you're going to try your best to be as political as you can- As
2: qualifiable. As
4: qualifiable as you can to say, they have no reason to not hire me. And isn't that how we got here? And that, you know what? Yeah. Bro, I I almost gave you my credit card to take an offer. Come on.
2: (laughs) Come on. Yes. Yes. That's right. right. right.
4: Playing the game.
2: So let me play this now. There is a, a statement which you made in that book,
3: which has been often quoted, and I want to make sure that I quote it accurately here today. It relates to the taking of life. Oh, take your time. And I quote, (laughs) the intentional taking of human life by private persons is always wrong.
4: Amen. Woo!
5: That was a statement that you included in your book.
4: Amen. Correct?
5: I believe so. I believe so, too. (laughs) <laughs> How could you square that statement with legal abortion? Uh oh, Senator, as the book explains, um, the Supreme Court of the United States has held in Roe v. Wade that um, a fetus is not a person for purposes of the 14th Amendment.
2: Uh-huh.
5: And the book explains was a that. Do you accept that? That's the law of the land. I accept the law of the land, Senator. Yes. Thank you for that clarification.
1: The unborn uh, person uh, doesn't have constitutional rights.
5: Unborn person. A fetus is not a person for purposes of the 14th Amendment.
4: Wait, wait. Why does he sound like Hillary?
5: Well, that was a. Uh,
2: someone edited that video. Yeah,
4: Hillary but I'm just saying, though, yeah. the comments sound like they can live together.
3: Why yeah. does he sound like Hillary? Right, so, so one of the questions you ask back is so uh, in uh, April 1857. Uh, was um, was slavery the established law of the land mm. mm-hmm. dred scott versus sanford march 6, fifty seven said that uh, those black men, women children whose ancestors were imported into the United States and sold as slaves could not be american citizens yep and therefore they didn 't have personhood had, in the u s and they had no standing <laughs> to sue for their freedom in federal court yep. is that was that the established law of the land absolutely and, you know, so, so you ask the question of the, of somebody who's being vetted to be the Supreme Court justice, right? The same question. Yeah. It's established law. Does that mean it should not be overturned? Yeah. Right, right.
2: right. But, but it, so play the, play the Gorsuch advocate here. He's answering the legality. That's what he's yep. been tasked <clears throat> to answer. Right. And that's how he keeps responding. All his answers are, I, know. I don't care how I feel. What does the law say? Right. Um. Ha- that, it bothers me how he's answering these questions. How? how? Uh, but in one sense, he's he could be playing, being, you know, innocent as a dove. But, now, know, yeah, why yeah, but a here's serpent? the thing.
4: Here's the thing. Look, Christian, we are going to have to fight at one place or another. Right. We're, yeah. we, if the fight doesn't get any easier or any uh, less engaging if you get in.
2: Right. right. The right.
4: fight is the same even at the beginning as it is in the middle as it is right. at the end. So you're going to have to right. say, I'm going to have to choose to fight here and die on this hill.
0: Right,
2: but right. what what if so, they're what if they're trying to pretend to be, you know, the Nazi general who puts on the uniform and gets in and can take out Hitler, which happened, which was attempted, which was tried. I, I right? think
3: I think that's a, a problem of making um uh, an exception a rule. Mm-hmm. I think everybody because mm. when you do that, you start making exceptions
2: rules. It doesn't work, and then everyone's trying it, to put on the other team's it, uniform. And it doesn't then work. Ends up, <laughs> ends up yeah. wearing it for uh, good. <laughs> yeah, it
3: doesn't. It just doesn't work. And I think that's what. That's why I said earlier, isn't that how we got here?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think exactly. we we have one exception after another. We have
3: yeah, we have mm-hmm. cowardly people, cowardly Christians who keep saying, "I'm going to do that really hard, crazy thing." Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that uniform on. I'm gonna pretend, and and they keep not delivering. Yep. And, and and they keep not delivering, and they don't even die in the process. Yeah. Oh. There's no martyrs. There's no sacrifice. Right. right. So I mean, if, process, if you yeah. put the uniform on and then you got caught yeah. and you got executed, then okay. It, well, right? It, it, but but where 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 where's where are all the martyrs? Where are all the wow.
2: people? That's great. You talking. know,
3: we act like that God can't bring revival because you didn't
4: get in. Right. I, right? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> well, we act like, so if the guy says, you know what, I'm I'm sorry to tell you guys this. Well, actually, I'm not, but that is not... Uh, the way that God looks at things, right. right? The law of the land is in violation of God's standard. Yeah. And that, what if that sends like reverberations through the nation? And, and people saying, whoa, we and here, had to think and here's biblically.
3: The, and here's the thing. Like we just elected
4: Donald Trump. Come on now.
2: We just elected
3: <laughs> Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> For real.
2: Who, Bill, Bill Clinton II, uh, by the way.
3: We just elected Donald Trump, <laughs> you know, and, and he, and, and the thing is, is he doesn't, he keeps saying whatever he thinks and he doesn't care. That's Right. Yeah. And we all know he's saying he's saying dumb things and silly yeah. things and crazy things. But we just elected Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if God has given us a moment
2: to say something, to be bold, crazy, to say something,
3: yeah. and, and just smile and say, "I don't care." Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. I think what what are you waiting for? Right, right. And and you think about Daniel and his friends in Babylon. Yeah, right. Um, you know, they're they yeah they want do they want to do their jobs well? Yeah, right. But they're gonna but they're not gonna. They're not going to compromise. They're not going to pretend to bow down. Yeah, you know, they're not. Yeah, gonna, they're right. not going to pretend. Like, can we? Uh, you know, we, we don't eat this food, but you know, can you? Uh, you know, do it under the table. Yeah. What if, what if the, I just
2: tie my laces when I? Yeah, get then, on then,
3: but they say no. <laughs> this is we're we're going to honor God's law. This yeah. is who we are. Yeah. Uh, I I I think there's a good chance that Gorsuch is playing the game. Of course. I think there's a good chance that he's is conservative and has biblical values. I PC USA I, conservative I, I think I think uh Pacific. I just think that it's we've got to stop playing that game though.
4: Yep. Yeah. And, and you know Daniel and
3: and his buddies didn't get the job from being soft.
4: With you know they, they didn't get the yeah. job. They didn't get it was because he was honest
3: with the king about his dream. That's
2: right. Right. <laughs> That's right.
3: The only one. The, the only who one
4: was who was on it. Well, the only right. one who really knew. Right,
3: yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah. but that means risking lion's dens and fiery furnaces.
4: And, and Daniel, you know, I think we're exactly in that place that you're talking about. We're not like... We think that we're in a higher place than the dungeon.
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We're,
4: we're so close, guys. No, no. We can, no. No, no, no. We're, we're, in we're in the dungeon. We're in the dungeon. We're not risking anything.
3: No. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're already losing.
4: We're already under judgment. Yeah. Why not be honest and truthful yeah. about the situation? Yeah. And so... And then, you know, we're not doing... As as a witness, we're not doing our opponents any favors by not
3: dropping the truth on them. Yeah, we need to drop the truth right in their faces. That's right. So I was, I was you asked me right before the show if there's been anything on my heart today. Yes, please preach. Pastor. So, past so, so I, and, I, and I told wait, wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Do, oh, oh, I, do I need to get the organ ready? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> well I'll just go ahead. You start. It's I'll just cue on my it heart, I have no <laughs> idea if it's organ worthy at all, but it, uh, it actually it actually connects here. Okay. But but I, I'm I'm thinking this morning. You know the thing is is I think that it needs to bother us as Christians a whole lot more. That we don't have as nearly as many enemies as Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. How, how come our Lord is hated so fiercely and we have so many friends, Mm. right? Yeah. Um, cause we're afraid.
2: We're afraid and, and, and we're like the disciples. We don't, we don't believe. I don't believe you know we yeah. I was just we were just talking right before the show about I'm doing this bible study in downtown on the gospel of John and in John chapter two so we have the wedding in cana which is Jesus's first sign and then right after that sign what does Jesus go do he goes and ransacks the temple right Here, here's his ministry debut right and he goes and ransacks the temple how many how many seminary students do we encourage go make a stink right I want the the first thing you do I don't want you to preach a sermon I want you to go and raise some hell right. for the gospel.
3: So, taking this back, but it's, well, we're told it's a bad it's a bad testimony, it's yep. a bad witness, you're a little youthful. We're going to lose we're going to lose uh we're going to lose an audience,
2: you know. You're going to get slandered. Right. <laughs> People are going to blog about that temple incident. The, the, um, let, me, let me bring in this last video. Oh, go ahead, and, and we'll go from there. This has I'm got this, real sober. All I know, of a sudden, I'm like, this got heavy. Let, let's uh, play this last video from Gersuch.
5: Your views of marriage equality changed, if at all, Uh-oh. since the 2004 election. <laughs> Please, Senator, my personal views. Mm. If I were to begin speaking about my personal views on this subject, which every American has views on, would send a misleading signal to the American people that my if personal that a law. Is absolutely set a law. There's ongoing litigation about its impact and its application right now. And I cannot begin to share my personal views without suggesting mistakenly to Okay, people. can I move on to something else? Well, then. You might, Thank you. I <laughs> understand. You've
1: given a version of this answer before, so I understand. I understand.
4: There's an idol in the room. Yeah. There's an idol in the room. The idol is law right the idol he, man's, human man's law. law human man's law. Law. Man's that's right. law that's right and yeah. that's what he's he's like hey guys god, god has said right that's what he keeps saying god has right. said and so i'm going to rule according to what god has said and, here as far as
3: and here's if, the thing the supreme court ruled guys yeah. but here and here's the thing like the liberals don't believe that the, the liberals are using that no, that's right that. but but they don't believe that they don't they they have an agenda that pushes way beyond man's law they're using it. And the conservatives are backed into the quarter and bowing to this this idol. Yep. Which which they but they ought not to be doing that. They ought to be pushing back um and, and, and revealing the, the lies and the
2: hypocrisy of the left. Right. Because because your personal views may or may not matter. Right. I mean what, they what, actually probably do matter.
3: Right. Yeah. In I, that mean, very I, mean, instance. I mean, you know, ask ask Hillary, ask Barack, ask any of the leftists a decade ago, yeah. what are their views? And they would say well, no, m- marriage between one man and one woman, that's the settled law of the land. Yep. And, and, you know,
4: here's the thing, too. Do we really which, want to?
2: Which, which Hillary <laughs> just said.
3: Uh, absolutely. Right? Right? Yeah. But, yeah. But, it's like,
4: but do we really want to trust a man that's willing to betray his conscience? Yeah. That's what he's saying when he's saying that. He's yeah. saying, hey, guys, yeah. my personal views on this don't matter. Don't matter. Well, this, and this so his conscience to, yeah. his
3: conscience is yeah. pricked. Which, which is true, except that then he appeals to l- man's law. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Rather than saying, my views don't matter, but God has said yeah, yeah 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 right right which right, is right. true i mean my view doesn't matter God's
2: view matters because it, all the personal views have shaped the law that he's now defending right And so what do you mean personal views don't matter yeah right. they're shaping the law that you're now judging on right now
3: right yeah you know of course let's let's pray he's he's thinks you know he's he's doing what he's got to do to get in uh, he's 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 nuancing all these words really carefully but but you know what um All these nuances I, I, a couple years ago, it just dawned to me that I think there's a sense in which um nuance is just the place where cowards hide
2: mm. oh my gosh
3: right <laughs> that's the gray area problem just go tweet that right now you yes. can just you can just keep splitting 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 these these fine nuances and and you know what 's so refreshing about the way Jesus talks he speaks in generalities and universals mm. right yeah he says you know it, it you know don't be like hypocrites don't go on, on the street corners <laughs> praying don't, don't be pharisees don't you know he's he just and he just blanket statements everybody yeah. and you know there were good pharisees you know you know right, there were right. scribes that loved god and we're going to meet in heaven yeah, yeah. you know yeah. And he just just blew them up yeah right no nuance he didn't stop. And be like, now, now. Remember, I'm not. I'm talking about not the, not the bad Pharisees. I'm talking about you know, not, not the good Pharisees. I'm talking about the bad ones. Or you know, the scribes that really love. That's somebody said. Yeah. He says, scribes and Pharisees, y'all are a bunch of clowns. <laughs> yeah, right? this, this right. is
2: actually going right. to come in I, and play with our, our interview, is it? Yeah, Jason, yeah. Jason Riley. Jason, Jason Riley. Yeah, we yes. have Jason
4: Riley coming to the show. Please stop helping us. How liberals make it harder for blacks to succeed. I'm looking forward to that conversation. David, you got some thoughts about this? There, I do. I have a lot of. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I started
4: doing a whole bunch of work <laughs> reading about this guy looking on some looking up some YouTube comments about him and some interviews and so I'm pretty excited to have him on the show I, I don't I'm hoping not to be disappointed because what I tend to realize is that even though I love when like Thomas Sowell and these guys they come in here with these great 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 observations and then before you're all done what you end up with is uh, a whole bunch of problems but with no answers oh. and then you're left there
3: saying oh Don't worry, folks. We got chocolate Knox. (laughs) He's got got answers. He's got answers. Hey,
4: if we're waiting for me to give answers, we're all in trouble, buddy.
2: (laughs) Follow us on Twitter. Email us memo at CrossPolitik. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Look us up on Facebook. Thank you for uh, checking out our merch. We really appreciate you guys.
4: Back with Jason Riley next on Cross Politic.
3: Canon Press is a publishing house located in Moscow, Idaho. Canon Press, we create and provide products that sketch a vision of the whole life, a whole culture. A life full of beauty, tradition, education, community, laughter, and celebration. Unashamed of Christ and sharply at odds with the values of modernity. A mature culture with the church at the center, living out the good life, one family at a time. We believe our book, audio, and visual selections reflect this exciting life that God has given us under the sun. As the wisest man said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Canonpress.com.
0: For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrew's College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house. Not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world. Not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college. To equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at NSA.edu edu forward slash explore.
3: Welcome back, y'all, to Cross Politic. Here we are, and with us, we're really. Thankful to have Mr. Jason Riley. He's an editorial board member from the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, where he has contributed since uh, 1994. Even even Salon, even Salon says, "quote The American left should start paying attention to the Wall Street Journal's Jason Riley. His name is on the rise." Wow, how did that happen? He's uh, <laughs> he's the author of the book that we really want to talk to him about today, called "Please Stop." helping us, how liberals make it harder for blacks to su- succeed. Jason, thanks so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
4: Jason, when you say that liberals are make liberal policies are making it hard for blacks, su- blacks to succeed, what are you talking about? What do you mean by that?
1: I'm talking mainly about the, um, the welfare state, the Great Society programs that were introduced in the 1960s, and, and looking at the black outcomes that have followed the the uh, the implementation of those policies and i contrast that with some of the outcomes that we saw in the first half of the 20th century with respect to racial gaps in schooling or incomes or home ownership and the track record we saw then in the first half of the 20th century and i concluded that although we hear a lot about the legacy of slavery when it comes to explaining uh racial inequality today i think we should be more focused on the legacy of the great society, the legacy of the welfare state, hmm. and contributing to these uh, racial disparities as well.
3: So, Jason, are you saying that the welfare state is just another form of slavery?
1: Well, I, I wouldn't put it quite that crudely, but I would, say <laughs> that, um, I would say that a lot of the well-intentioned efforts to help the black underclass simply are not getting the job done. And I think we need to reevaluate how we go about helping this group of people. I mean, some of the progress that um, that we saw in the first half of the 20th century in the 1920s and 30s and 40s and 50s, we've seen that progress either slow or in some cases reverse course in the second half of the 20th century. So I think we really need to take another look at the programs and policies that we're directing um, at poor individuals and the black poor in particular.
2: You also get into kind of the social side of this, the community side of this and the kind of challenges the, that the black culture is facing and how that's kind of contributing to the problem? Talk about that for a second.
1: Well, yes, I think um, uh, what you've seen since the 1960s in particular uh, in the civil rights community and, on, and just on the political left in general is a focus on enhancing black political clout, political power, mm. uh, electing more black officials. And the thinking has been Uh, if we do that, uh, socioeconomic advancement will follow naturally. Mm. And this, of course, culminated with the election of President Obama in 2008. That was the ultimate goal of this strategy. And, um, you know, it wasn't, obviously, there had been black elected officials before running large cities in the U.S., from Detroit to Washington, D.C., New York, Atlanta, and so forth. Uh, So we've had black political clout to some extent, uh, success in that arena to some extent in, over the decades but the presidency was, was really the culmination of this strategy but you have not seen um, the socioeconomic gains flow naturally from increasing black political clout so I think that um, that, that, that strategy has not accomplished what it set out to and uh, if you look back at history um, there was no expectation that there should have been no expectation that it would um, it, other groups that have risen in this country from poverty to prosperity typically have not gone the political route. They've, they've developed culturally. They've developed the right human capital, is how economists describe it, the right attitudes and behaviors um, have been, and values have been developed first. And that has been the foundation of their rise economically, not, not political clout per se.
2: And, and it seems like you added to that... Was kind of the decline of the the black family, divorce rates, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and even you kind of illustrated kind of a, I wouldn't say um, maybe it's a disdain, but a a dislike for even coming off as white and educated. You mentioned a couple examples in your book where you were made fun of for what what it seemed like they would call either talking white or or sounding educated. Um, and so it kind of shakes its way out, even even to that kind. Of, it's almost like uh, maybe this is bad terminology too, but reverse racism, where it's like you sound smart, therefore, you huh. know, does that make sense?
1: Well, it's uh, the phenomenon is known as acting white, and it's um, something that you'd be hard pressed to come across a uh, middle class black person in this country who has not experienced the phenomenon, and, and even President Michelle Obama have told stories about this and, 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 and the it, it's just extremely common that uh there is a sense in uh poor black communities in particular a sort of ghetto mentality regarding how black people are supposed to act and sound um and and, and their values you know values towards work, towards education, towards parenting, um and, and it's it's an oppositional mindset. It's an oppositional mindset. And, and and blacks who do not conform to that mon- mindset are made fun of. So if you are a bookish, studious kid, if you raise your head, hand in class, if you enjoy enjoy school, <laughs> um, that is something that people will mock. If you use uh, correct English, grammatical English, um, that is something to be mocked. And and so yes, I think there is a that is a problem in the black community. You mentioned divorce. I would just I, mean, I think it's more marriage in general. And yeah. um and and particularly um, out of wedlock birth rates, where we've seen uh, a tremendous growth in that area. And that was not something you saw, again, in the first half of the 20th century. You go back to as late as 1960, you had two out of three black kids being raised in a two-parent home. Uh, today, more than 70% are not. And in yeah. some of our uh, inner cities, it's as high as 80 or 90%. Right. And, and that's, uh, I think that's a huge, that huge problem, yeah. that, that breakdown of the black family. So
2: So we've kind of talked about the problem, uh, the political problems, and kind of just touched on some of the familial challenges. Um, what is? What do you think is the solution in all this?
1: Well, I think one solution is to stop doing things we know don't work.
2: Um, <laughs> that's hard. And, and that's so that hard. Government...
1: <laughs> well, it, it's, it's not really about a new government program to solve these problems. Absolutely. I think that's, that's misguided. Um, I, I think we need to... Remember what blacks were able to accomplish in the in the first half of the 20th century, when, when at best the government's attitudes towards blacks was indifference. Yeah. Um, yet you saw tremendous gains being made in terms of uh, the the rate at which blacks were leaving poverty or entering the skilled professions and the middle class, um, increasing their years of education, both in absolute terms and relative to whites. All this was being done in a tremendously uh, oppressive. Environment racially in this country had legal segregation, right, you know, right. tremendous negative attitudes towards blacks, which were very socially acceptable. Yet that could not stop blacks from narrowing uh, the, the the gaps with whites in terms of socioeconomic progress. So mm-hmm. this is not about reinventing the wheel. This is about getting back to doing the things that worked before. And a lot of that, I think, involves the government getting out of the way. Uh, right now, in our, in our um, uh, you know, things like keeping kids trapped in bad schools, for example, right, right. Um, you know, give 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 poor parents access to better schools. Um, I think minimum wage laws are misguided in the sense that they prevent a lot of uh, less skilled, less educated blacks, less experienced blacks, from getting that first job yeah. because the minimum wage laws make them too 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 expensive to hire. Yeah. So fewer of them are hired than would be hired otherwise, uh, and you don't get that first job, you don't get you know your foot on that first rung of the ladder, you don't get that experience, um, and 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 so I think the, these again are well intentioned policies that I think are doing more harm than good. Occupational licensing yeah. Yeah. laws that make it difficult to to drive a cab or open a hair salon or something like that. Um let me, uh, let me let me interject think, again, these are these are getting in the way of yeah. progress.
2: Let, and let me interject here on that on, on these points too. I feel like when, when I get in these kind of discussions, I feel like a lot of it has to do with it it feels like to me a lot of it's going a, a lot of rearranging of the furniture is what's being discussed. So maybe eliminate this policy or or maybe open up uh a, education to the, you know, a school choice and all those things. Those those to me feel like very much kind of rearranging the furniture when when we introduce ourselves before we went live on the air, uh, we talked about how we're a Christian podcast and how our solution, um, it, 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 we want to get to the heart of the matter, which is people's hearts. Um, you can't, I mean, just, just giving, an, you know, educating a criminal, giving them education is just going to make them a better criminal. Um, when it seems like the bigger issue is actually people's hearts need to change in all this. What are your thoughts well, on that?
1: Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would agree with that. Um, you know, our jails and prisons are not full of educated people. Um, they're not teeming with, with black college graduates or even black high school graduates. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the ways we know, one of the best ways to keep people out of the penal system is to get them to graduate from high school. Uh, the, the correlation between people who graduate from high school and people who stay out of trouble with the law is quite high. So I think educating, <laughs> I think education is, uh, is a good thing and that we should um, be encouraging more of it. Uh, now, now, you're right that you have to have the right attitudes. Uh, in other words, you can have the best school in the world down the street, but if you don't value education, it's not going to do you any good. You, you have to want to go there, want to sit in class, and want to learn. And, and that's something that's sort of outside of the parameters of public policymakers and politicians, and, 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 and it's cultural. Yeah. And there are a lot of cultural defects in poor black communities that we don't like to talk about. It's a little taboo hmm. to discuss publicly. Yeah. And so we don't talk about it. Um, and, but that's really, I think, is, is, is the pointing towards the solution. You need self-development to occur. And, and, the type of self-development that was occurring in the first half of the 20th century, hmm. that's been stunted to some extent, and that we need to get back, that, because that is ultimately how we're going to close these, these, these gaps that we see. It's not going to come from some government solution. It's going to come from within the community uh, and people uh, reassessing their value framework and, and, and getting the, the right attitudes and habits and behaviors in place.
6: Mm.
3: Historically, of course, education has been all about um, the truth. Historically, education has been all about um, teaching human beings uh, to be who God made them to be. Um, it, it, t- calling them uh, to uh, pursue truth, goodness, and beauty in in every way, and that and that's always a heart issue, just like you're saying, Gabriel. Um, it's about uh, the fact that human beings are made in the image of God, and so true education has always been aimed at um, calling people to know truly who they are, who God's made them to be, and that means grappling with all of these most significant issues. Hey, it's been great to have you on the show today. Jason Riley, the author of Please Stop Helping Us, How Liberals Make It Harder for Blacks to Succeed. Jason Riley is a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, and Salon says, you got to pay attention to this guy. <laughs> hey, it's been great having you on our show. Thank you so much, Jason. You have a great weekend. And more cross politic when we come back.
6: This is Cy Tembrunke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. Somebody comes up to you and says, I don't believe in God. And what do we do? We give them evidence. Look at the complexity of the eye. Look at this paper fragment. Look at these rock layers. And you've studied your rock layers. You wipe the floor with them. What's he gonna do? He's gonna go home and Google rock layers. You want him to repent and put his trust in Jesus Christ, and he's Googling rock layers. Congratulations. The next day you run into a Ph.D. in geology and he wipes the floor with you. You see, when you do apologetics wrong, you have to be an expert in geology, biology, astrophysics, nuclear chemistry, you name it. You have to be brilliant. The problem is, there's always someone smarter than you. In John 10:27, Jesus did not say, my sheep hear your really good argument. He said, my sheep hear my voice. In Luke 21.15, Jesus said, I will give you a mouth and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. The power of God for salvation is not in your brilliant arguments. As Romans 1.16 tells us, it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Apologetics is easy. Read your Bible and do what it says. For more apologetic answers, visit answeranyone.com
3: Welcome back to Cross Politic. This segment is brought to you by Irish Death. That's some good stuff. Warm Irish Death. That's Dark, good stuff. smooth, <laughs> ale in a can, and sunflower seeds. Ooh. Because you know what? It's almost baseball season. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Because oh, that's,
2: Cause that's cause what ha- happens after March Madness. Yeah. <laughs>
4: It's almost baseball. Wait, do you have March Madness on your on your tablet?
2: It's not on yet because the game starts about 309. Uh yep. oh. Uh oh. Hey, uh-huh. so Jason Riley. Um. All right, hold.
3: Are you ready? Um. So, David. <laughs> no, don't do that. Is this that. where you're going <laughs> no, to you no, no. him hey. got, no, no. <laughs> David. Yes. So, um, so, these these guys, you know, Walter, <laughs> Walter Williams, uh, Thomas Sowell. No, you can't do it like that. Jason Riley. <laughs> You know, um, Oh no. What, what's what's the thing about those guys?
4: You know, we need to have people send their memos to <laughs> yes. memo at cross If you heard that last interview, please send your memo to memo at cross This is where you can record your thoughts or ideas or concerns and send them to us. And we'll play them on the show.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, and encourage us like a recent pastor did. Out yeah, of Michigan. Yeah, that's that right. Super kind <clears throat> of.
3: Him. It was uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah
2: look
4: let me start off by saying are you that, trying to
3: change
2: subject
4: no 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 I'm going right to the topic Toby that was uh, not a rig a tee up no <laughs> that was actually got me it's gonna give me some trouble because hey I'm gonna tell you right now for Jason Riley if Walter Williams and, and Thomas Sowell had a child I think it would be Jason Riley <laughs> I mean if they were gonna if they were gonna produce oh, that's then, great they, this this guy would be it I you mean know, I,
3: I, gender confusion yeah. on across politics I'm yeah. just saying
4: I'm the, <laughs> but I mean, he, he's definitely a product of those guys. And I right. think he even dedicates the book to Thomas Sowell. Right. Uh, so, I mean, uh, he, they really Thomas Sowell for me um, really helped me pinpoint ideas, um, false concepts that I probably heard my whole life from liberals. Um, you know, and I think uh, Walter Williams, too, as far as the, the whole issue of um, welfare. And minimum wage hikes, how they're really not helping. And I think the, the narrative that's told to black community and black culture and just culture abroad is that these things are actually going to help us and are helping us. And so we need to continue doing them. And Walter Williams and Thomas Sowell.
3: So they're doing great about pointing out the problems. They
4: get it, man. They really right. get understanding truth, truth the problems. tellers. But I remember, I think um, Walter Williams came on to Apologia Radio and I was listening to that podcast and, and he said, I think they asked him, hey, how do we fix this? How do we fix this? What, how, what's the answers? And he didn't have one. He said, well, we're just too far gone. Mm, mm, you well. know, or, or, or something to the effect, well, I don't know if we can. And I sit there and I listen to that. I said, but, but if you know what the problem is, it's like if you say, Knox, you have a leaky faucet in your bathroom. Well, the first thing I know to do is to go turn off the water well, you know, this, so I can fix the sink, right? Yeah. But I don't say, oh, well, dang, we just better get a new house.
3: Well, and this goes back to Gabe's so, question The Jason was, you know, the whole education thing.
4: Right. It's That's, like,
3: yeah. and if you don't, if you don't read, that re, was a good question. If you don't, <laughs> yes, Gabe, it was a good kudos question. to Gabe. Uh, but if you don't change what's being taught, yes. if you don't change the schools, it really is rearranging the furniture and you're just going to keep recycling this same thing. Mm-hmm. But if you change the schools, I mean, if there's, but you know, of course, government schools are, you know, chock chock full of the same Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The most
4: disappointing thing is getting done with a book like Thomas Sowell or Walter Williams or in this case, please Jason Riley. Yeah. Jason Riley, please stop helping us. The most disappointing thing for me is that the answers don't even come close to fixing the problem. If anything, it's, it's almost depressing because right. there yeah. are no answers. Yeah. And, and so I, I, listening
2: I, I, I left the book feeling that yeah, way. <laughs> because if the, answer yeah. is gonna,
4: if the answer to our problem is going to be um, in the political system, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Because we really don't have any political power to do anything. It seems like all political power, if anything, corrupts the situation.
2: <laughs> well, and his, and, so he he smacks government um, involvement, and then what's his answer? More education. <laughs> Where is that going to come from? More yeah, government. You right.
4: know? So and, and 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 to be fair to him too, I I don't think he would want the government to be involved in the education as much as he want the private individual to be involved in the education. Right. So, but the still the problem is not necessarily education. We are dealing. Guys we are Christians (laughs) Our problem has to always come back Like you were saying earlier If it is education It's being educated about The Christ Who is he Right Right. Education flows from truth Who is the truth Jesus is the truth He's the way The truth and the life So uh, uh, The first response I think to this If we're going to fix the problem And I've heard him say this In maybe an interview or two before Is that black pastors And black leaders Need to be speaking up About the issue And about the problem Hey That's true but more than that, we need to have solid biblical churches planted in communities that don't have solid biblical teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. seems like such a far step from, well, black community and culture has fallen off. Yeah. Um you want to well, go plant churches? Well
3: <laughs> no, but I but I, was, I mean when he was talking about, you know, the the failure of, of marriage and the black community, yeah. um you know, good. lack of fatherhood. That's real. You know, all that stuff. I mean, that's real and I mean, I, we didn't get to ask him that particular question, but I mean, I, I, I don't maybe, maybe politically it's, it seems like a far thing, but if you want intact marriages, intact families, who produces that? If I have Jesus, that's, that's right. If right? I, the church, I, yeah. if yeah. I have a broken
4: right. BMW, I don't take it to a Honda yeah. a, a workshop to get sure. fixed. I need All to right. take that to the source. Right. And if we have, who made the family? Right. Who made marriage? Who made the right. the family structure? We God made that structure, right. and, and if we're going with those to stay together, if we want those to function right. If they're broken, we need to take it to the Creator. Right. of families of Chuck. marriage. You know,
3: and, and, and back to the Gorsuch discussion we had, even you know before. Yeah, um, you know, the, it's getting clearer and clearer who uh, like who owns this because yes. because what's yeah. happening because the government's trying to you know the, through the, their political machinations is trying to blow yeah. this up.
2: Secularism,
3: right? Secularism, right? So, but if we say uh, marriage is one man, one woman, right for life. Take your vows, mean them, keep them. That's right. Be a man, love your woman, provide for your family, raise your children, love Jesus. I mean, wh- I mean pr- anymore that view man. of marriage and family, yeah. it just is Christian. Yeah, like like, like the hypocrisy and, that's and all and, that it is. It's, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. everyone else right. is like, well, who's to say you know maybe a man really loves another man and maybe they don't want to have children, maybe mm. they want to have golden retrievers, you know, whatever <laughs> it is, right? Yeah, is um you know that like that's anymore. Like if you stand and say, no, this is what marriage is. This is what a family is. That's right. That's right. You're a Christian. What does that mean? It means you're part of a church. Yep. So if we want that, what what manufacturer, so to speak, yeah, 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 yeah. makes that model?
4: Yeah. Yeah. God does. The church. That's right. Right. And, 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 and so if we don't have, so this goes back to, again, healthy churches, right? Yeah. We need, look, I was just back. Um, I'm trying not to get myself in too much trouble. I was just back in Minneapolis for a little bit. Um, in my, a place, at, a
3: place. I was in <laughs> just a place. Look, I'm, I'm not going to be like
4: Gorsuch. I was.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. There's no nuance. Come yeah. on. Don't be yeah. nuanced. I was,
4: I was back at the church that I grew what up in. What was your in.
3: address?
2: 1112
4: <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> North Minneapolis. I, I was back at the church that I grew up in. They just got a new building. I was helping them set up their uh, sound system. Yeah. Um, you know, my heart is still there in Minneapolis. Mm. Uh, I have a true passion for them. Uh, And even more so now that I was there, because I'm able to see over the last uh, 15, 20 years now, um, my wife and I grew up in this church. And I'm seeing the fruit of that church uh, laid out a little clearer. Mm -hmm. And more and more, uh, the visual is is painful. Yeah. Um, No impact in the community and the culture. Yeah. Uh, more of a hiding away, no biblical theology, broken families, broken marriages. We'll preach on marriage. We'll preach on family. We'll preach on all these things, but then no substance of it. Mm. So it's just kind of like air. Yeah. You know, the sermons are air. And and then people are going there. They have just enough Christian uh, thought and process so that people can get refueled enough just to make it through a work week.
3: Right. It's so, totally survival mode. <laughs> survival
4: mode, not, but not enough to be dangerous. Yeah, nothing. Not enough to yeah. love their spouses, you know? I mean, I can't think mm. of a marriage that has been successful in this environment. You know, and and, and so when Ooh. I look at... <laughs> yeah,
2: the and that's fruit, the church. That's the, the church.
4: The, and this, this yeah. is not the only one that's there. There's plenty no. of other yeah. churches that are there that are in the exact same situation, and there's no revival happening. There's, and, and, and and we need a spark there. We need some revival happening. And and when I look at the solid churches that are around there.
3: But you need a revival of obedience.
4: That's, you know, this goes back to our midweek talk. Yeah, you know, that's right. Uh, right now, because of the lack of men involved in the community, impacting the community, right. working in the community, we have a lot of women who've raised up and have taken mm-hmm. the position because they see that yeah. it's it's just falling. Right. It's falling and the house is falling around them and they're sitting there saying, we're not going to let this happen to us. Right. But what they're doing <laughs> is adding to the problem right. instead of instead of coming in saying, Lord, send us the leaders, send us some man, Help right. me to raise my son. Right. To be a, a solid man. Give right. me an influence of a biblical man. And uh, they're 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 not praying that prayer so much as they're trying to just jump in there and say, OK, let's hold up the building as it's falling. Right. Right. And so part of me, I really go out. My heart goes out to them trying to do this. But when you said Sunday, when you said on that Wednesday clip, you said, hey, what we what women really need to be doing is commanding the man Say, so you get up there you be a man right. we need a hero right now and it's so funny um when you said that i was like oh wow like that's not something that's usually taught it's like if you see something you, you want to be like uh what's his name who went and grabbed the ark uh uh when he wasn't supposed to uh oh, man
2: oh the ark of the covenant it's friday, oh, friday <laughs> i can't remember out. stuff on friday i uh, know yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, somebody Some, someone tweet it yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> send it to memo at crosspolitik.com but the guy who grabbed the ark but we're thinking hey they're i think they're thinking if we can get the ark before it hits the mud then guys will save this thing right right and we won't have a, a catastrophe but what they're doing is they're doing something that's unholy right. you're not you got told you how to touch the ark right you don't
3: right don't do it yeah. <laughs> right right
4: you make the three ring hoops and you put a, a pole through it and that's right. how you carry it right that's what you're supposed to do. So if it hits the dirt, you let it hit the dirt, you know, and, and so,
3: yeah, it we, we comes down to we, we ultimately, and we do this in so many areas, but we think we know better than God all the time. Right. And, and, and we think because we think we're aiming at the same result that he said, we think we know better what we think. Well, if we get there, if we get there in just a slightly different way, it'll be, it'll be okay. Yeah. And, and so we're all like King Saul. Oh, right. We think we know better. Be like, well, you know, well, we saw all these animals, and we're going to offer sacrifices, and you know, and and so on, and, and and Samuel says, but what you know, what is this bleeding I hear? Uzzah. Right. Uzzah. right? Yeah. Uh, what, 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 you know, who's this guy? You you, uh, you spared the king, yeah. God told you to kill everything, <laughs> Right, and, and and Saul's like, well, you know, uh, you know, and he has good reasons. Yeah, he's a human humanitarian. Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, he's, he's it's for sacrifice. God could use these sheep, right. Come on, man. And, and Samuel says, "Samuel says obedience is better than sacrifice." Yeah. Right. Obedience, obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better to do what God said to do the way He said to do it, than to come up with your own things, right? That's... We do this with parenting, you know. You're like, uh, you know, I, th- I think I need to be a little more loving. Yep. Yeah. Yep. a little yep. more gentle. Uh... And God says, just spank him. <laughs> oh, just, right. Oh, obey that one. Just spank That's him. Real. Right. Yeah. That's it, real. You know, he he says that you know you need to worship me this way, reverence and fear. Um, you know, he, he says, you know, um, all kinds of things. And we, and we do, and we do this we, and we don't, we think we, we know better. Yep. You know, and we justify it. Yeah. And we, and we, and we start, and we start getting embarrassed for what God says to do. Right. I, I was, I was looking up this Why are week. you preaching on me? I was trying to figure out why, uh, where, uh, when, when women stop promising to obey their husbands, I always thought, uh, you know, the, the book of common prayer is kind of, you know, the surf, the service book that you know, mm-hmm. people that care about services go to 1928 <laughs> is the traditional one. It's not even in there. You have to go back to 1662 to find the marriage vow with the wife promising to obey her husband. Whoa, right? That's yeah. the conservative one. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is the 1928? It's not even in there. And you got all kinds of complementarian Christians who are embarrassed of saying that um, God calls their wife to obey them. Yeah, right. Yeah, like no, no, that's, that's what God says. The first thing I see people start doing is what's the caveat? They're like, there's exceptions, right? There's exceptions, right? Well, well, yeah, but we're supposed to obey God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and what if? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, and again, you you turn exceptions into rules. Yeah, that's right. And nuances were cowards hide. If if mm. um. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that.
4: Hey, just so everybody knows, we're gonna make a T-shirt about that. Nuances is where cowards hide. Yeah. Pastor Toby of Cross... Gay, what are you doing on your phone? We're, we're having no, a serious conversation <laughs>
2: over here. He's, I'm dealing with some home uh, stuff that needs to be... <laughs> uh, is it your oh, lake? Yeah. Oh, is it your no, lake? No, no. Obedience is better than mm-hmm.
3: sacrifice. It's you can, cool. you, can let, cool.
4: you can let the Baptist church down the street use mm-hmm. your lake to immerse people. So go ahead, man. It's fine. It's, it's just, we'll, just, we'll just have this show without you. Is that it's okay. okay? It's okay. Okay, so uh, um, you have... Right now, I see... and Me, I don't want to get too far into um, dogging out Vody Bauckham because that's my dude... But I see a lot of people dog him out, so I don't want to do that. But I do want to say that um, when we did the uh, the, com- the table roundtable with him and Pastor Wilson, yeah, one of the things that I disagree with him about was that the fishing analogy that he had, and he he made it seem as if uh, uh, if you're going fishing and God gives you this kind of fish, are you going to hold it up and say, God, I don't want that kind of fish, right? You know, and, and so and that sounds good and that plays well, and I agree with him. At the same time, there's also another side of that where people are not willing to go fish in the places. They're pulling some Jonas.
3: <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And, 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 and Vodi might, might actually agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he was necessarily saying don't go fishing yeah. in those other places. And, no, right.
4: but, he, but I think it's making it seem as if we're the ones who are condemning, or I guess in my case, um, the one who was responding to him at the time, that I'm condemning the fact that God has given fish and I'm mad that they're not black people. And, and that's not that I don't I don't want that picture painted at all. I'm a Christian. Right. But, <laughs> but,
3: but his point wasn't his point that it, you fish in the neighborhood you're in. Sure. And so I mean, so if yeah. you're in if you're in like an 80 percent black neighborhood and all you're pulling in was white people.
4: Yeah. There's a, there's then, a then you're like, OK, well, what are you fishing yeah. with?
3: Yeah, but, 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 <laughs> Change but your bait, man. But <laughs> I, I think our
4: problem is far more <laughs> a, a little more complicated than and far more com- complex. We are actually actively seeking outside. We don't want to go. I mean, guys, I'm telling you. People are actively trying to find churches outside of certain areas because they don't want to be there, hmm. and that's a problem. Yeah. And I just, I guess, I wanted him to acknowledge the fact that that is a real problem, and we need to speak to that problem too, not just yeah, the fact but
2: that's a problem. But why? I mean, you can't just, you can't just state well, it in a blanket way. I mean, people are actively finding schools outside their neighborhoods because there's a problem with the school. Yeah, that the school you know?
4: and the church are two different institutions.
2: Yeah, ab- absolutely. But that doesn't change the fact that there's problems at this church. So I need to drive. Well, that's, that's not necessarily
4: here. the case. That's not necessarily the case. I, I mean, all things being equal, if there is a, a good church, a good, solid church, we will, we will drive the opposite way just because of the fact that we don't like the culture that's there. And I'm trying to say we don't get to choose
3: uh, a church based on culture.
2: Yeah, and I'm just,
3: That's my I'm whole just point. Saying, I'm but, just
2: saying I need more information.
3: But I would, say, I, I would say this, though. I would say that's true, but we should tr- choose a church based on um, truth truth. Conviction, all things being equal integrity absolutely all that kind of stuff Absolutely. Are absolutely. If you are defined. Defined. Right. So, so if it is a cultural difference Th- that's then- my
4: point i think a lot of it is guys these guys the people who are yeah. making these choices to go to a different church are not having theological issues <laughs> they're not they're having cultural problems that they don't want to deal with right yeah. and so yeah. um and, and not just that but i'm when being a part of the pca when i was i would see us run to plant churches and in every part of the country, but not right down the road, thirty miles away, in the middle of, of yeah. Atlanta. And I'm saying, why yeah. don't why, look, guys? We don't even have to train missionaries for two years to learn another language. Why don't we just send them like 30, 50 miles away mm-hmm. and plant mm-hmm. right there? You know. And so, and the truth is, is that we think that those planting the church and locally to us affects even our environment.
2: Yeah. Well, ministry always looks good over there.
3: Yeah, I think I think there is something to that. I think there's something to everyone. Always, you always feel like the grass is greener on the other side. And I think people are, again go back. I'm just gonna keep calling everybody cowards today. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a bunch of cowards. But the church, like the fact that's, I think, uh, common culture is another place where people like to hide. Yeah, and and it's a little bit easier. You can kind of blend in, and you don't have to. You don't have to fight. Yeah, as, it's hard. As much. It's hard. And so, but but the fact, but. The fact is, that actually, you should be fighting more. Even if you are in a fairly homogeneous culture, you should be fighting more. There's yeah. a lot more there that you need to address than you probably think. In which case, why drive so far? Yeah. No. <laughs> why, why, yeah. It's, you got a good church why, right down the road. Why not dig in down the street? Yeah. It, you know, you're called to fight. Yeah. Amen. And, and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 feast. Oh, feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please go memo
4: at crosspolitic.com iTunes. Please go and leave a comment there on iTunes and rate us. We appreciate it. Until next week, go fight, laugh, and feast.